0: Check one, two. You're checking one, two. Is All the right. podcast running now, the machine? Uh, the tape is rolling is as it we rolling?
1: speak. Well, I'm we are waiting. waiting. Let's
0: go. Start this damn thing. We got people waiting. We got a mass of people waiting to hear what you have to say.
1: Thank you, Frataloni's Ace Hardware Stores. This is uh, GL Podcast number 20. October 9, 2018, and the record high temperature as displayed on the thermometer on the Common Surface Savings uh, Bank and Loan in downtown Garage Logic was 86 degrees on this day in 1938. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper
0: of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. The weather got you down? What's up? No.
1: People give me stuff to read, and it makes me just want to pack it all in and. <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> Live in Durlston, Scotland. Okay. Up the coast from Muirfield on the Firth of Forth, where there's a little three-stool bar with a porthole window. Oh. And sometimes the rain and wind hammer at that little porthole window, and hey, that ain't a bar. That's a pub. The town square is illuminated by old lamps. They got... Nobody there. They don't their teachers
0: don't threaten to kill Supreme Court justices. What? A, how stupid is that person? Pretty stupid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there's a big there's a big rock out in the bay there in the 1st of 4th.
0: What happens to it?
1: Hey, just look at it.
0: Waves crash up against mm, it. It ain't going <laughs> mm, ain't going nowhere. <laughs> mm, it ain't, ain't going nowhere. <laughs> right there.
1: The FBI confirmed, it's aware of this, a Rosemount special ed teacher, I have an update to this story, has been placed on paid administrative leave. Good, one hell of a union. You threaten to kill somebody and you get your money. I wonder where I'd have to fly to. Probably, well, I suppose you could fly to Glasgow or... uh, You just fly to Edinburgh, but I want to go nonstop. So I suppose it'd have to be London and take a hopper up north.
0: You know, you can, my friend at the airport would recommend you take Iceland Air. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, you could go from Iceland to Scotland. Oh, no, for the mayor, how about budget air? No, I don't do that. How about get there fast? (laughs) Wings air.
1: This teacher in Rosemont is listed as an instructor at the Intermediate School District 917's Alliance Education Center. She has since deleted her Twitter account. But her tweet was captured and shared by scores of users who said they reported it to the FBI and U.S. Secret Service. A spokesman for the FBI, in Minneapolis, said Monday that the bureau was aware of the tweet, which read, "So who's gonna take one for the team and kill Kavanaugh?" So she might as well have uh, written, and she can't spell, by the way. She's a teacher. Who's w h o s e? Gonna God help. Me. How about gonna? Who's gonna? <laughs> mm, I'll take gonna. I ain't gonna take who's. <sighs> So who's going to take one for the team and kill Kavanaugh? So clearly the team is the club, and our chef out in Montana does no longer wants me to refer to it as the club. It's a gang. It, it meets the criminal definition to be right.
0: Good catch, Scotty. Yeah. It's good catch. a gang
1: because uh, it, you know she's a gang member, uh, wondering who's going to kill Kavanaugh. Huh. And we and and we don't get to know who this is. She's on paid administrative leave. Uh. Pursuant with the Data Practices Act, we are limited to providing additional information regarding this matter. This is according to Mark Zuzek, the super of that school district. And again, I've told you this before. These extraordinary protections that are afforded uh, school employees, for example, Mm -hmm. those are all legislatively created. I suppose you could make the link that... uh, the education union is probably the largest constituents of DFLers in the state, so uh, yes. so there's this uh, uh, tit for tat uh, uh, agreement always in place to try to provide the uh, your largest constituents with the most favors you possibly can. What the gang would the gang only riles against you know the evil one percent, but the rest of us are suffering the burdens of having to pay for this kind of BS from this this fruitcake who was teaching your kids, and you don't know who she is. And they put her on paid administrative leave. I'm getting to an update in a moment.
0: Uh. Think about what must be being. Think about what is being taught by that teacher. I know it's a special ed teacher, but okay. What, what, what difference is, that make? Well, but I'm am just saying her her the forum that that teacher has to whatever students. And you, if she's that, if she's going to send that type of uh, message out, you know that she's talking about it in the hallways. Well, again,
1: her most telling comment is, who's going to do this for the team? Meaning the Mysterians. Right. Well, here's the update. What's the update? The yeah. update. Uh, she has resigned. On Tuesday, Independent School District 917 Super, Mark Zuzek said the teacher voluntarily resigned and is no longer employed by the district. Uh The actions of this employee did not occur at school, and there were no school devices, equipment, or other school school staff involved in the actions. At no time were students or staff in danger. The employee was placed on paid administrative leave and an investigation conducted pursuant with Data Practices Act. Uh, Zuzik said the district is limited to providing any information. We're not entitled to know who this is. Yeah, we don't need to know. He was just in charge of your kids down at Rosemount.
0: We know, but you don't need to know.
1: No. Uh, so she's retired.
0: I suppose she'll get a job. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Another school district. Hey, love to have you. Come on down. You <laughs> fit right in.
1: <laughs> it M- makes guy. me want to, it just makes me want to move to, uh, well, I, I, and I love America. I my, my desire has nothing to do with my, my dislike of America. I love America. I just want to get away from the news.
0: Got
2: it. I want, I don't want no wifi. Ain't How no about wifi? you go? You go up to the Kenny Ranch. Why don't you go up and help uh, Kenny bail hay? No, him. Hey, no. Grilling
0: your underwear?
1: No, that's because that's the problem. I would have this fear <laughs> that I would see him standing out there in his drawers <laughs> cooking something and I Making wouldn't want Making a
0: big, juicy burger.
1: Wouldn't want to be anywhere near that side. it.
0: Got he's it. grilling
2: elk. Yeah. Anywhere
1: hey, near how
0: about it. some bear? You want some bear meat?
1: <laughs> I'm almost ready. Say uh, frequent... Frequent? No, he's the chief. Chief Offsite Correspondent Kelsey noted that uh, yesterday... Uh, we were talking about time travel. Yeah. Because a photo appeared of some people on a beach in uh, the UK in 1943 and one fellow you could make yourself believe was uh, appeared to be texting into a cell phone. Yes. Of course we have no idea. He might have been looking at a shell he just right. picked up. We don't know. But leave it to the chief offsite correspondent. I went and I watched this.
0: What do you do break down time travel? Well,
1: I I don't highly recommend that people watch it, but it's, it's extraordinarily interesting to watch okay. this. Uh, it's a YouTube, I think you could get it on YouTube by just uh, typing in time travel. Or should I give you the, give you the whole HTTPS? No, no, because
0: that's pretty, that's, that shows you a grandpa.
1: Well,
2: wah,
0: wah, wah. Right, www. There's about 10
1: examples of time travel offered in this YouTube video. And they're truly extraordinary. And because of the, because the video is so dated, you can, you can disqualify, I think, see, I'm going to get in over my head here because this is technology and stuff and stuff. You can disqualify, I think, that these were pranks or mischief.
2: Uh, there's a, why, why can you disqualify that?
1: Well, because it's old film, it's old film and nothing seems to have been inserted into it. Hmm. I saw the Charlie Chaplin one. Yep.
2: 1928.
1: Then I think it was a, uh, 1963, whoever won the world cup soccer tournament in 63. Here, Rook, I'll forward it to you. Okay. Do you see it, Reeves? Yeah,
2: I I watched it. Well, what'd you think? I think it's fascinating. I I do. The video that, that I watched that Terry sent is fascinating. There's one
1: where there's but a I'm guy. I'm the cynic on the show. Well, of so course. Don't we? well, no you, no one's going to out-cynic me. <laughs> That's true. There's a video of the guy. There's a picture of a guy standing in front of a soccer player holding the trophy, and he quite clearly is taking his photograph with what appears to be a cell phone in 1963. Right. Out-cynic me on that one. Reykjavik, Iceland in the 40s. The guy leaning against the wall quite clearly talking on a cell phone.
2: I think that we possess technology, extraordinary imagination, video editing, and so much sophisticated equipment that we have people out there with a lot of time on their hands yeah. that can come up with stuff like this. Okay, we have a department in this building that I know could do a video or do a film or do a still shot of something just like this. I okay. know we, I know okay. we do. Okay, okay,
0: okay. Check wow, there's out. one in there that we're the guy at the. That's the one Joe's talking about. Yeah, that, Isn't he, that something? he he looks like he is on a cell phone, and, and that's that's the perfect. What else could it be? Okay. He's not smoking. Let me
2: share an email with you that literally we just got. All right. in, in relation to the conversation we were having about time traveling yesterday. Yeah,
1: this then is, I got a question for
2: you. Sure. This is from Philip, and I think that this will help you with your with your dilemma. I viewed the 1943 time traveler photograph and the man who was seemingly using a cell phone. Upon consideration, I found that the picture was not evidence of possible time travel as much as it was evidence of the rotting condition of modern human experience. It seems to me a sad note that we live in a time when a person focused on something in their hands cannot possibly have an object worthy of examination unless it is within the scope of digital technology. What a great point. Shouldn't we as a mass of people imagine incalculable other objects of fascination before... Resting our minds on a cell phone, sand, bones, even wave-battered pieces of wood. Perhaps I am dramatizing a simple photograph and its humorous commentary, but couldn't this fit under that classification? It's a, it's a very good point. Where are we headed? I said earlier, you know, he could have been looking at a shell, mm-hmm.
1: a seashell. I said that earlier.
2: Uh, he has a wonderful point. Who's the emailer? This was Philip. And by the way, he ends it with, thanks for the great show. I've made the transition. Uh, last Thursday's podcast was hilarious. He's got a great point. I would say
1: this. The, the uh, picture from yesterday of the guy on the beach in 1943, that's the poorest example uh, compared to what you see on this YouTube video. Yes, that's fair. Yes. That, that, that guy wouldn't even make the cut on this YouTube video. Wouldn't mm. even make the cut. But here's my question. Let's say you're a time traveler. Okay. <laughs> and you're in Reykjavik, Iceland during World War II. You're leaning up against the wall, a bunch of American soldiers are watching walking by. And you quite clearly appear to be talking on a telephone a cell phone. Let me ask you something. Go. Who are you talking to? <laughs>
2: huh? Who are you talking to? Yeah. You mean you're you're right. Because are you talking to somebody back in the present? Because there's no way you'd be able to possess or someone else or and, and even know if someone else. Had that technology? <laughs> just Hello
1: there. Children. Hello. That's very important. I, doing I think are we are listening to you right now. Because stage of channel life. four is here with doing letter the program. Writing. Did the guy just punch up numbers in 1943, hoping that somebody might answer a phone somewhere
2: in the ether? Well, we, in fact, don't we have audio of that call, Rook? If I'm
0: not. <laughs> That was that was you poor know where reception from That's from, <laughs> from
1: Durlton, Scotland. Yes. Pat and I and a kid I used to have stayed in Durlton after the open at Muirfield. And that's where I'm going I'm leaving. I'm leaving today. I'm going to Mearfield. I'm going back, to yeah. Duralton, Scotland. Got a three stool pub with a porthole window. Mm. It's a bad cell phone connection. It really was. It really was. He was traveling in time. Well, I think GLers would would have great sport
2: watching this YouTube video. Uh it's it's you know what I'll do? Because we uh currently we don't possess the ability to post this particular video to the new website just of, of, as of yet. Good copyright. No, 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 it's it has nothing to do with that. Oh. Uh but what I'll do is I will tweet it out from the at <laughs> GL podcast Twitter account. All right. And that way people can uh, view the video from there. I don't
1: know why I'm interested, by the way. I, I don't really have a horse in this race. I was going to say, this is something you usually poo-poo. Right. I am not. I don't really care if there's time travel or there isn't. But I do have a burning desire to know, who in the hell are you talking to? Who, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Just ordering pizza? Yeah. What What is the deal here? <laughs> and there's uh, another one of some ladies leaving a factory, Rook and Chris, yes. in the video. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she's quite clearly talking on a device. Did you see that one?
0: I did see that one. I, don't know I also what year saw that the was. one. Um, the uh, it was the World Cup in 1963. That's so. the one I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: and the guy holds it up and he's taking a picture. Yeah, I just think it was a just an interesting camera. I don't think it was a cell phone.
0: Who but, are you talking to? But here's Hello? the other. Wait till there.
1: Go back to that email. Chris, read Uh, that email again.
2: A a deep thought just occurred to me. Okay, hang on. This is from Philip, subject line, time traveler. I viewed the 1943 time traveler photograph of the man who was seemingly using a cell phone. Upon consideration, I found that the picture was not evidence of possible time travel as much as it was evidence of the rotting condition of modern human experience. Great point. It seems to me a sad note that we live in a time when a person focused on something in their hands cannot possibly have an object worthy of examination unless it's within the scope of digital technology. Shouldn't we, as a mass of people, imagine incalculable other objects of fascination before resting our minds on a cell phone, sand, bones, even wave-battered pieces of wood? Perhaps I am dramatizing a simple photograph and its humorous commentary, but couldn't this fit under the classification of where are we headed? Well, now let me rest this guy's case.
1: It it has dawned on me during this conversation, why is every example of time travel a cell phone? Now show Very me a guy, interesting. show okay. me a guy driving through London in a Mustang Cobra in
2: 1923. Then we're talking. But that would draw attention if you're dry, if you're driving the Mustang Cobra. Well, for all I know, time
1: travelers are invisible. But every example on this YouTube video is the cell phone, isn't it?
0: Yeah, like if somebody okay, if you're on a skateboard. Okay, when did the toaster get invented?
1: Probably a long time ago. I'll check it out. But show me when a you know, if all of a sudden somebody's back there and the toast pops up. Okay,
0: right. right.
2: What was your skateboard analogy? But see, well, this cruising guy,
0: through town on a skateboard. I mean, you know, that would draw attention, but it would be a sign of the times where it's skateboards hadn't been invented yet. And you're cruising through town. I just think
1: that the fact oh. that these time travelers, uh, whoever's having fun with this, they they focus so uh, uniformly on the cell phone that it seems to rest Philip's case that we've reached a point where there can be possibly nothing in your, uh, in your midst that can be as interesting as a cell phone. Maybe all of this is done under the uh, heading of irony. Take a stab at when you think the toaster was invented. Probably in the eight, probably at the dawn of electricity in the eight in the 19th century wow
0: 1893 yeah oh, that, that late what do you think it would have been before that, that oh, I, have... I'm
2: shocked that it was that long ago hmm well I'm not shocked it was that long we ago. could make toast in 1893
1: oh yeah yeah you could make toast in 1893 no Rook this is long enough to be two parts so I'm gonna keep talking okay yeah right Chris sure go ahead yeah I'll sure. edit that part yeah. out yeah don't <laughs> Don't be saving that stuff, Larry. It out. Don't be saving do. that stuff, sure. Larry. Edit it out. All right, keep keep talking. We can go three minutes. No, I just love the idea that uh, the chief offsite correspondent earned his position, of course, because he's uh, he's
2: the chief offsite correspondent. And you know what's kind of neat is getting the reaction from people almost twenty four hours later, because then it gives everyone pause mm-hmm. to kind of have a little bit deeper thinking in the matter.
1: You know how how I've had deep thoughts about the ownership of things? Oh, my God. We going there again? No. No. I now have deeper thoughts about the latest dire warning to us that we only have 12 years. 12? To save our mother. The end of the world as we know it. And he feels fine. Is the All right, New York Times. Major climate report describes a strong risk of crisis as early as 2040. It's a landmark report from the United Nations Scientific Panel on Climate Change, and we're in worse trouble than we ever thought. Uh Uh-oh. The report issued yesterday by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, a group of scientists convened by the UN to guide world leaders, describes a world of food shortages and wildfires and a mass die-off of coral reefs. Yeah, if Paul Allen's yacht wouldn't quit hitting them. Uh, the report is shock and concerning. Said Bill Hare, an author of previous IPCC reports and a physicist with climate analytics, a nonprofit. We were not aware of this just a few years ago. You know, this is analogous to uh, Vern Gagne's retirement. This time I really mean it. <laughs> right. We're, we've got another 12 years, but 12 years ago we said we only had 12 years.
0: Uh, the the line keeps moving.
1: Let me set the New York Times apart for a moment. The uh, Star Tribune had it as its play story today. It made the front page of the Pioneer Press as well. And the uh, Star Tribune's headline is, Most Dire Climate Warning, Subhead. The UN Report Describes Worsening Food Shortages, Arctic Melting Without Action. And the lead is, this is Washington Post, the world stands on the brink of failure when when it comes to holding global warming to moderate levels, and nations will need to take unprecedented actions to cut their carbon emissions over the next decade.
0: Are they talking about us in the U.S. where we're already doing that? Yeah. Well,
1: the whole world, but we're way ahead of the curve when it comes to compared to India or China or Southeast Asia or Africa. I think it's basically what I've always sensed is that it's it's the evil Americans who are to blame for this, if if in fact it's real. With global emissions showing few signs of slowing in the United States, the world's second largest emitter of carbon dioxide, rolling back a suite of Obama-era climate measures, because he was going to save us. He was going to save us.
0: Right. He didn't really, when he left office, not really much had changed, had it? And he certainly didn't lead or
1: does not continue to lead the lifestyle of a true believer. He's either flying around to get on David Geffen's yacht or he's buying another house. Right. Or, come on. I, I That's fine with me. Go for it, burial, But don't lecture me. Right. Uh, okay. Rolling back a, a suite of Obama-era climate measures, the prospects for meeting the most— Ambitious goals of the 2015 Paris Accord look increasingly slim. To avoid racing past warming of 1.5 degrees over pre-industrial levels would require... Here's the key sentence in this whole... I circled it.
0: You circle it with the
1: pencil. I'm going to ask you some questions. Ah oh, man. Is the director of social media available? Right here. So let's pay attention. For I don't what? know why I'm asking you to. Right.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm an expert.
1: Uh, to avoid racing... Past warming of 1.5 degrees over pre-industrial levels would require, quote, a rapid and far-reaching transformation of human civilization at a magnitude that has simply never happened before, according to the United Nations people. There is no documented historic precedent For the sweeping change to energy, transportation, and other systems required to reach 1.5 degrees Celsius, the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, or IPPC, wrote in its report. Now, think about that statement logically.
0: I think I got it already.
1: Just a minute. I don't want humor at this point. I'm not. I'm I'm serious. I think I know. I'll I'll tell you when I want humor. See, I know. I can get you humor (laughs) by two. I'll tell you. I can get you humor by two. I might need it before two. I'll repeat it. To achieve this 1.5 degrees uh, over pre-industrial levels would require a rapid and far-reaching transformation of human civilization at a magnitude that has simply never happened before. There is no documented historic precedent for the sweeping change to energy, transportation, and other systems required to reach 1.5 degrees Celsius. The UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change said. Now, if you're a believer in this— First of all, God has left the room in this world. Pretty much, God has left the room, and among the vo- among the uh, dynamics that have filled that void are people who have adopted as a theology their belief in the planet, and that somehow man has been a vile visitor, and we must do something about this. All right. Mm-hmm. So, if you believe that, what? kind of life do you imagine for yourself? True. If this if this statement is to be taken literally and words mean something, a rapid and far-reaching transformation of human civilization at a magnitude that has simply never happened before. What do you think that means Ooh. if you're a true believer? Oh, oh, you in the corner. Horshack. Horshack. Go ahead. That
2: means you view everyone on the planet and well maybe you're including yourself. Need to live like your guy, Pedro Luca. Pedro Luca. Okay, you're on the right track. You're on the right track, and I'm I'm trying to be, I'm I'm trying to avoid hyperbole here. Which is which is hilarious because these are the same people that can't go anywhere without their cell phone, mm-hmm. are addicted to technology, are all over the social media websites. These are these are those same exact people. If Pedro Luca told
1: me this, I'd I'd give a listen. But these are people with cars, refrigerators, microwaves, furnaces. They think nothing of flying around the world to hector people about their message. At home, they have automobiles. So if you believe this, if you believe this transformation uh, of human civilization uh, will require a magnitude that has never happened before, what must happen? Again, I'm trying to avoid hyperbole here, uh, and I'm trying to avoid uh, accusations that I'm— I'm I'm way out there in the in the in the darkness of of the, of evil of the world. But what what am I, a thinking person, a rational person, who've been I've been following this for twenty years, and I've thought it BS from the moment I first heard about it. But we're they're getting bolder now in telling us this is the UN. They're getting bolder in telling us what must happen. A rapid and far-reaching transformation of human civilization at a magnitude never previously seen in recorded history. What do they mean?
0: Well, of course it's going to be—there's re- there's never been more people than there are now. And, and what would be required of those
1: people in order to bring about this, this whimsical goal— of a 1.5-degree temperature rise above pre-industrial levels, to hold it at that. We don't even know why that would be the benchmark. Right. No one living today would want to be alive in the pre-industrial ages of this, of this world. No one. Right. Your life expectancy was nothing. You had no medical care. You had no conveniences. Mm-hmm. Food was difficult. Uh, birth rates were uh, horribly problematic. Uh, just trying to get your family to be alive was uh, the uh, urban streets were full of horse poop. Uh, what? So no one alive today would want to even live in pre-industrial in the pre-industrial world. Agreed. Okay, but but that's what but that's what we're being told by uh, a panel of United Nations convened scientists. We're keeping in mind there are just as many scientists to refute this as to believe this BS. But it's the agenda of news gatherers to sell it that's in their template. What must happen to bring that paragraph about? What must happen to bring this paragraph about? Mm. A rapid and far-reaching transformation of human civilization at a magnitude that has simply never happened before. And again, I know my answer. I'm just waiting to see if any of you stumble. Yeah, on it. I'm trying to— My uh, answer is—I'm trying to avoid hyperbole in my answer. But I would—and I'm, I'm going to be grateful for the emails that will either tell me I'm nuts or I'm right.
0: We, we would just—we'd have to cease— modern day... You're getting there. You're getting uh, there. uh, Use of modern day um, conveniences.
2: You're close. You're close. You're thinking prehistoric. We almost have to
1: go... I'm thinking this. Time travel. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking this. The mass of humanity, is that what they call it? Uh, The mass of human civilization Mm -hmm. would have to become subservient to whatever entity would then appoint itself to lead the mass of civilization. You would have to become, you would have to submit yourself to the control of the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. And I don't think I'm being engaging in hyperbole. Mm. What, what other answer could there be? You will be, you will receive your food rations and you will, you will be living in these dorms. Uh, there will be no cars. We've already been through that. We and it all it is is a means to completely corrupt and dissolve freedom, capitalism, and the free market under the guise of uh, we're saving under the guise of preserving the planet. So I defy anyone what because that's what you have to believe if you're a true believer. If you've forsaken your God, whoever that might be, and you have chosen as your theology to embrace the earth. And you think your very presence on it is harmful, even though you haven't gotten rid of your car, your TV, your microwave, your washing machine, your air conditioner, your furnace, your vacations. But you're willing. You're willing to believe. Then what are you willing to succumb to? You're willing to, to acquiesce to whatever entity can continue to boldly push forward and begin to take over the lives of human civilization.
0: Hmm. See you. See you on that. A UN uh, police squad, a, a global police squad.
2: An extension of government.
0: Making sure that you, oh yeah, you are running the chimney today? Ooh, yeah, we're... Uh... That's
1: all this has ever been. That's all this has ever been. This movement is is embraced by the mystery. This is the mystery. It's all it's ever been. And the same, and the people bringing it to you lead no different lives than you do. Are they prepared to lead no life at all? Which is apparently what they would wish for the lot of us.
0: Right. I don't think they could execute that themselves. They're too used to modern day conveniences. And but it sounds good when you say it. When you say it, it sounds good. Yep. Let's do this. But they're all hypocrites. That's what I mean.
1: Then a true believer might say, well, Joe, you're on the wrong path. We're counting on technology to solve this. We're counting on uh, renewable energy to solve this. We're, we're uh, counting on solar and wind farms, although we learned from Harvard yesterday that wind farms cause more environmental degradation than previously thought. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just got a text from Randy Wayne White. Yeah, he wants... What, something about the red tide?
0: No, uh, I'll take a couple of classic boat magazines. <laughs>
1: They're already all He's catching
0: up on the podcast. There we go, Randy.
1: <laughs> yep. How many times have we been warned that we only have 12 years?
0: Well, it's how many deadlines have passed over the years? Many.
1: Here's a guy here... Uh, Scientists like Andrew King, an academic at the University of Melbourne, told CNN that this is particularly concerning because it will exacerbate heat waves and hot summers, greater sea level rise, and for many parts of the world, worse droughts and rainfall extremes. In order to save the Earth, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change claims that countries must take rapid, far-reaching, and unprecedented changes in all aspects of society. The next few years are probably the most important in human history, Deborah Roberts, IPCC co-chair said. Uh, Thelma Krug, IPCC vice chair, added, there were doubts if we would be able to differentiate impact set at 1.5 degrees Celsius, and that came so clearly. Even the scientists were surprised to see how much science was already there and how much they could really differentiate and how great are the benefits of limiting global warming at 1.5 compared to 2. Okay, Thelma, are you, have you gotten rid of everything? Are you living like my man Pedro Luca? What uh, are you doing?
0: Not willing to. She's not willing to. An international Paris
1: Accord climate agreement from which President Donald Trump uh, uh, withdrew in June set a goal of limiting global warming to 2 degrees Celsius. Well, we now learn that that's, that's, that's not enough. It's got to be lower than that. The window on keeping global warming below 1.5 degrees Celsius is closing rapidly. And the cur- current emissions pledges made by signatories to the Paris Agreement do not, up, do not add up to us, to us achieving that goal. In a statement obtained by CNN, former Vice President Al Gore, who was also an ecological activist, really, nothing in his movie, by the way, 18 years ago has ever come true. (laughs) Today, the world's leading scientific experts collectively reinforced what Mother Nature has made clear, that we need to undergo an urgent and rapid transformation to global clean energy economy. Okay, Gore, have you gotten rid of your mansion, which uses about as much electricity
0: as a small town in Nebraska? Remember that when he got—that was a gotcha bunch of hypocrites. It's, it's just—it's just amazing. Yeah, but he's doing it in 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 the name of Mother Earth.
2: And what's amazing about it isn't necessarily the hypocrite, because I gotta believe they all know they're hypocrites. It's the mindless sheep that follow these people.
1: An April 2017 study uh published in Nature reported that rising global temperatures during the nineteenth and twentieth centuries could be linked to greater plant photosynthesis, which means warmer temperatures, longer growing seasons, and yes, more food. According to the study, the sum of all plant photosynthesis on Earth grew by thirty percent over the two hundred years the record reported. Scientists concluded that these are scientists that aren't signed up with the UN, scientists concluded that there is no proof that global warming is caused by humans and no proof that global warming will cause catastrophic issues for Earth. Also, various studies have followed the fluctuating average temperature of the Earth, and a study in August 2017 reported that the average climate was actually cooler than it was when Gore won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2007 for his work in pushing climate change awareness. Uh, In March, the Washington Times, not the Washington Post, reported that the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association fudged numbers to support the agenda of global warming. Uh, uh, Mark Morano of Climate Depot also weighed in that climatologists have been warning that a critical tipping point has been right around the corner. They've been warning this since at least 1864. But if you believe it, if you believe it, what are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to sacrifice your free will and your individuality as a human being on earth? Are you willing to, uh, to allow that to be subjugated
0: to an entity that will now control your behavior? And once it's gone, it's gone. Once you, once you release that, you ain't getting it back. I'm, I am not willing. Hell no. No. Hell no. I go down fighting on this one.
1: <laughs> this, is not, this is utter nonsense. The sun runs the show. Uh, humans don't.
0: That's nature.
1: Mm-hmm. The sun Man. runs the show. But it struck me when I read that paragraph, that, which I think bears repeating. Uh, to avoid racing past warming of 1.5 degrees Celsius, that's 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit, over pre-industrial levels. Let me stop. This suggests that the proponents of the mass control of civilization believe there was a time when humans were in harmony perfect harmony with nature. (laughs) And that, and that conveniently enough, that would be prior to the industrial revolution, which has only brought about measured successes and achievements for the lives of virtually everyone in the world, except those who are deprived of it by corrupt governments, dictatorships, what have you. But they, they believe there must have been a time well, and they've decided that that time was whatever pre-Industrial Revolution would be, 1822, 1838, whatever. And that that was perfect. If we could only hold it to that, we'd be great. There's not a soul alive who wants to live in that time. Right. No one.
0: Was it life expectancy at about 1795, 1805? Probably about
1: 36, 37. See on that. Let me read the paragraph because I interrupted myself, Yeah. yeah?
0: Please don't do that. No. What I'm talking uh,
1: to hold that uh, degree uh, over pre-industrial levels would require, quote, a rapid and far reaching transformation of human civilization at a magnitude that has simply never happened before. There is no documented historic precedent for the sweeping change to energy, transportation and other systems required to reach 1.5 degrees Celsius, the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change said. What can that? Somebody prove me wrong. What do you think that has to mean?
0: No, they don't they, they, they can't prove it. What do you think that has to mean? Everything goes away. Everything. We're, uh, we go back to the. Let's get some water from the well. And it, Unfiltered I'll, uh, water. I'll go just, back.
1: I'll go back to to, to uh, people who might be saying, "Joe, no. come you're, on. You're you're, a, you're, you're the wrong side. You're way out there. You're crazy." Technology is what we're talking about here. Uh, the mass transformation of civil behavior through increased uh, technology that will result in uh, uh, fuels that are not uh, carbon based, and we won't burn coal anymore. We'll harness the sun and we'll harness the wind. And uh, which then will, and, and the cars that you won't own, but will drive you around because you won't own the software, those will be electric powered. Uh, you'll still be able to wash your clothes. Uh, you'll still be able to, well, we might have to put a limit on your air conditioner though. Yeah, you know, we
0: we could set a temperature for that.
1: Same thing in the winter, we might have to set the temperature for you because that's natural gas. And right, right. We got to watch How about that.
0: sixty-three degrees. That sounds about yeah, right. We huh? already get the shaming letter. Get ladder. a sweatshirt. Oh,
1: well, I get the shaming water all the
2: time. You've used more energy than your neighbors.
1: I know, and I I I always feel bad because I, I invariably that's me, and I'm conscientious. You feel shame. I feel I have to sit in the penalty box right. and feel shame for the weather minutes. box. Yeah. <laughs> it's the weather box, All right? And and uh, where was uh, uh, oh, they? Oh, can't... technology will solve it, and you'll you know don't worry, you'll still be able to microwave a pot pie and this and that. No, no, not if the change required is of a magnitude that has never happened before. To me, that's what what they're saying is. You ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till, we, wait till we see what we recommend. The only guy comfortable during this transformation will be my man, Pedro Luca. He's just foraging for
0: He went out to the stream 10 minutes
1: ago and got a drink of water. Right. and He's back in the cave. He's, he's right.
0: cooking a little fish that he caught. Yeah, with well, a How did he
1: catch the fish?
0: With uh, just like a, a stick. Stick that with he sharpened the, a point yep, on. Yep, right? exactly. Yeah. And now speed. it's just on the the the, the makeshift spit. Yeah you know where he has to yeah. you know twist it held up by the like the the y-shaped sticks
1: i just think that if you uh you find yourself leaning towards believing this bs you've really got some hard questions to ask yourself GLers are cool glrs yeah, okay. are uh, uh, inherently are. Uh, conservationists. GLers are last droppers. GLs, GLers are conscientious. GLers just as often as not husband the earth. We we understand uh, that don't be needlessly wasteful. Uh, I I don't fight anything that makes sense. I'm a I'm a big believer in recycling. I I get the whole thing, but what they're talking about is a fundamental change in the behavior of civilization never before seen in the history of humanity what can that mean? It can't mean anything good.
0: Right.
2: Rook. Pedro Lucas, food critic. Rookie.
0: Fresh from the stream. Yeah. Bugs from the uh, the trunk. Some larva. Huh? What do you think?
1: And then you are times uh, damn near bought a copy today but I couldn't bring myself to do it because I so you broke your own rule. Yeah, I, uh, I just I just there's just so blatantly obvious what they're up to. They had well, they, the, they had the picture of a skeleton of a cow in Australia, and they had a picture of a kid uh, looking for food, and and you know all this. None of it relatable to reality. You know, I'm sorry. Australia's had droughts before, right? Northern California's had forest fires before. That's the way it is. The Gulf Coast about to get hit with a hurricane has been hit with hurricanes. It's been a long, long time. And remember, during the absence of those hurricanes, all we were told is, that's pretty damn lucky.
0: Yeah, you didn't get hit this by one. one. This hey.
1: one that's going to hit the Gulf, You mark my words, all the news gatherers, all the TV news broadcasts, this will be global warming. <laughs> the absence of that was just
0: Luck. Luck. Well, okay, okay, okay. Speaking of the New York Times, yeah. Randy Wayne White had a uh, op-ed piece printed on Red Tide oh, yeah? last Sunday. Is that what he's trying to well, tell me about here? Uh, yeah, I think he was going to mention that because we had asked him about Red Tide before. Okay. So I want to take a glance at that online, New York Times. Randy Wayne White. Yeah, I'll read this. All right, sounds good. We'll be back for more, won't you? Oh, yeah. GarageLogic.com. Don't for, not only listen to us, don't forget to rate us. Check it out on Apple, iTunes, or wherever you hear podcasts, but rate us on Apple, iTunes. Hopefully, it's five out of five stars. We don't want no D pluses. We'll be back. More coming up.